What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, once again, this is Jackson, the producer. I regret to inform that we're still facing some technical difficulties with the laptop, and we here at Corn and Crow appreciate your patience, and we'll soon be getting back to a regular episode, but in the meantime, we have some archived audio for you once again. This is a debate between Crow and a liberal student at the College of Lake County, uh, where they will be debating immigration. Thank you. The conservative connection with corn and crow. This will be the affirmative case of Pro Board Security for World War. Andreas will be given about six minutes to present his affirmative case. When the time gets near, I will ring the bell. Andreas, please present your case. In order to understand what something is, a lot of the times it must be clearly stated what it is not. Open borders is not compassionate. Not only is it not compassionate, it leads to violence, loss of life, criminal activity, and a loss of sovereignty. The first role of government is to protect the safety and security of its people. Without border security, government is actually failing at its primary role. A border wall saves taxpayers' money. Without a border wall and border security, we are not a nation. Without a secure border, our people are not safe. Without a secure border, criminals, cartels, traffickers, and terrorists enter our country and hurt our people. In 2017, the Federation of American Criminals, the Federation of American Immigration Reform, broke down that the cost of illegal immigration to the U.S. taxpayer is about $115.9 billion annually. This also takes into account the $13 billion illegals pay annually. This wall would cost anywhere between $15 to $20 billion to make. According to Heritage Foundation, we also spend $1 billion annually just on the illegal aliens who cross our border. A border wall would pay for itself very quickly, and a border wall keeps people safe. According to the Malia Zimmerman report, which has been widely cited, 
Legal immigrants are 3.5% of the United States population. They contribute to 13.6% of all national crime. 12% of all murders, about one in eight, and 16% of all human trafficking. We also have transnational gang activity. Between 2005 and 2014, U.S. Customs and Border Patrol estimated that about 4,000 members of the violent MS-13 gang here in the United States, a gang that is so horrific and demonic that um, it's kind of hard to describe them. Uh, they are responsible for beheadings, ripping out the hearts of live victims, sexual torture, amputating the hands of victims, running over victims with cars, gunshots to the back of the head, mutilation by a machete, and slashing victims, stomach ill, in addition to just murder in general. 92% of these 4,000 were here illegally. That is an amazing rate. There is nothing compassionate about an immigration system that degrades and disregards American law. There is nothing compassionate about an immigration system that hurts legal immigrants, illegal immigrants, and Americans alike. To give people an idea of just how important U.S. Customs and Border Patrol is, in January of this year, a truck was seized, an 18-wheeler with a male in his mid-20s driving a truck. In this truck, U.S. Customs and Border Patrol reported the biggest drug bust of fentanyl in U.S. history. Fentanyl, for those of you who don't know, is the most lethal opioid today in existence. It is 50 times more powerful than heroin. It is 100 times more powerful than morphine. Within this one truck, in this single drug bust, there were 254 pounds of fentanyl. That is 114 kilograms. One kilogram is enough to kill 500,000 people. The contents of this shipment in this truck were enough to kill 57 million people. I want to say that again, 57 million people. 57 million people is seven times the population of New York City. It is also, if you took entire if you took in the entire population of our country, about one-sixth of our nation dead. Also, there were 395 pounds of methamphetamine within the same truck. Now, the people who tell us they are so compassionate, actually, every single main Democrat primary candidate right now is actually trying to disassemble and abolish ICE and U.S. Customs Border Patrol that seized that truck. And I have to ask, is letting a truck that is able to kill 57 million people into the country compassionate. What would have happened to that truck had it gone to the minority community that it was probably headed for? Border control has a huge drug problem. They seize many drugs at the border. And not only that, it accounts for 80% of our fentanyl, 88% of our cocaine, 87% of methamphetamine is all seized at the border. We have a large opioid crisis. Many of us study the issue of, in our English papers, and yet at the same time, nobody wants to seem to mention this. Also, legal immigrants are also disenfranchised by this. Legal immigrants who have followed the process, been diligent, and have done everything within their power to try to get here as Americans. I don't think it is compassionate to simply allow these things to happen. I don't think it's compassionate that the same people who tell us they care about children of migrant immigrants also want to abolish ICE, which is the program that prevents them from being sex trafficked. I don't think it's permissible that we have an open border that allows crime, drugs, sex trafficking, 
on other issues. Looking at the statistics, it is untenable to me to call this a compassionate position. It is not a new position. It is not something that is controversial to believe that a nation has borders. It is not controversial to believe in the rule of law in the United States. I do not understand why it would be considered compassionate for these minority communities to continue to suffer because of drugs and other things. Thank you. Now the negative will now cross-examine the affirmative by asking questions. He has a three-minute period of time. Negative, you may go ahead. All right. No one is arguing. No one is arguing for open borders. All right. That's one thing that we are not saying. What we're talking about is a humanitarian system that helps everybody. Everybody that's already here. The 11 million immigrants that are already here. Why do I know that? Because I am an immigrant. I am a dreamer. I am the one that says um, that I'm a rapist, speaker. that I'm a criminal, and I'm going to speaker. examine you. Hold up. I just want to let He's everybody the moderator. Know. I know. I know. I've seen the base. I know what a debate is. And the things that you've said are wrong. What? Criminals are criminals. Drug dealers are affecting Latin American countries. Um, MS-13 was an American gang that was deported to Latin America. They are the ones that are killing people like me, like people in this audience. This issue hurts my community. This issue is something that hurts us. You, you think we don't want to see this? Ask me a question. Yeah, I just want to tell the audience that this, what you said, is not true. And why do you care about this issue? Why do I care about yeah, this issue? Yeah, tell me, why do you care? I care about this issue because one in eight people within the United States are murdered by an illegal immigrant. Illegal immigrant or undocumented immigrant? That's the language that we have to fix. Language is something that we have to fix. Undocumented, not illegal or legal. Do you think it's unfair illegal. to call somebody undocumented, uh, like instead of illegal immigrant? Just the rhetoric that well, is being spread. An undocumented immigrant could be an Amish community citizen. An, an undocumented immigrant could be a member of a number of religious groups here in the United States. What I'm telling you what an undocumented immigrant is, is me. What I'm telling you is what it is, alright? It's not an Amish community member. An it's undocumented, an undocumented person, person Amish, that yes, does not have, have papers here or the United yes. States of America. I came here legally. I came here with a tourist visa and I overstayed it, which means most people actually do that, which a border wouldn't do anything. Why? Because planes fly above borders. They will get over that fence, that border that Trump wants Mexico to pay, but he hasn't built it. He's already almost out of office. Where's that wall? Can't see it. 30 seconds. Yeah, just I just want to know why you think that telling these people lies will help your cause. What statistic was a lie? The lies that said that illegal immigrants are the ones that cause all the crimes. Because statistically speaking, we don't. That was the Malia Zimmerman report. Are you just are you just getting statistics? Yes, I am. Those are not real. Cross examination is over. Negative. You may now construct your um, your rebuttal. Your constructive. We have seven minutes to construct this. So, I forgot to mention that my name is Mirraim Sabiel Hernandez Gavilan. I'm from Cuernavaca, Morelos, Mexico, and I came here when I was six. And I am the President of Student Government Association, as well as Vice President of Fellowship and Public Relations Officer for Python Kappa. 
I know those are a lot of titles, but I also mentioned that I'm a DACA recipient, meaning that I benefit from the current action for childhood arrivals. And that is just something that I, I know I'm not the only one here. I know a plenty of you that know undocumented immigrants in this community. And most of us know somebody, and even companies that have been started by it. Google, co-founded by an immigrant. eBay, co-founded by an immigrant. So, and even Tesla. All those things is what American is all about. America is all about coming here and making something out of yourself. And the statistics that said that immigrants drain the, that brain, that drain the economy, it's just a lie. We pay more into it and we get out. Why? Because we don't have those social security cards that says, here, help me. That is a lie, sir. You are lying to these people. We cannot get anything. Me, as a student, I cannot get any FAFSA, meaning I don't get any money that you can, and I pay for it. I've been working since I got here, all right? So that's one lie. Another crime is that people, that illegal immigrants kill people. Who is the one that went to El Paso, Walmart, and killed 22 people, huh? Wasn't an illegal immigrant. It was a homegrown terrorist. A white man came into Walmart and shot up people that look like me, that look like my family, that are from my community. That's the crime that I'm looking at. That's the crime that is coming to our communities. So let me talk about that some more. The drug war, who are they beheading? Who are they killing? Who are they shooting? People in my community. So stop saying these statistics. They're just lies. Just stop. You're not helping your case. You're not helping anybody. Everybody here sees right through that, all right? Immigrants actually commit less crime. Immigrants don't do that crime. Why? Because we know that we work so hard to get here. Why would you do something stupid when you sacrifice everything, when you sacrifice leaving your family? That just doesn't make sense, does it? No, it does not. So let's just use common sense, because I know everybody in this room has that. I mean, we're in college, right? So think about that. And yeah, I just wanted to do this debate not only to stand up to racist rhetoric that's being spewed, but to fight back against organizations like Young Americans for Freedom, Turning Point USA, and the Republican Party. We see that all around. Trump said that I'm bringing drugs, I'm bringing crime, that I'm a rapist. Well, no, I'm not. He's the one that's the criminal. He's the one that is a rapist. He's the one that's doing everything that he's accusing the immigrant community of doing. That's right. All right? That's just, we see right through that. So stop saying, oh, we're going to build a wall because that's not going to fix anything. And it wouldn't pay itself back. Come on now, stop playing with yourself. It's just a non-issue that even Ronald Reagan wouldn't stand for. The Ronald Reagan that you idolize, the Ronald Reagan that the Republican Party loves, he was the biggest amnesty giver in United States history. He gave 2.6 million um, undocumented immigrants green cards. Will you bet? Will you be against your Ronald Reagan? Come on now, stop playing. It's just one thing. That it's the facts. In the Fox News poll, 83% of Fox News viewers agreed that we should grant undocumented citizens citizenship. Why? Because it will help not only the economy grow, but it's the right moral thing to do. Alright, so if you want to see what an undocumented immigrant looks like, I'm right here. This is what an undocumented immigrant looks like. I'm the president of student government and I'm doing pretty good, guys. I'm not trying to flex on y'all, but 
I'm doing really good for an undocumented immigrant that didn't speak English. But now look, I can speak it. And that's something that I bring to the table. And if you want to deport me, that's your loss. I'm going to be making money in other countries and it's going to be competing against the United States. But I don't want to do that. I want to help these United States of America, all right? And most Americans want to do that. Most Americans want to keep undocumented immigrants like myself in this country. It might just be a little racist to say, oh, go back to your country just because the color of our skin. This is the only thing that separates us. Would he have said that to Melania Trump, his wife? Come on now. He's not for un he's not for undocumented immigrants. He's against brown and black immigrants, all right? And that's just the truth. Why? Because we see it through his policies. He has 12 kids, two dozen kids have actually died under border security. What 16-year-old by the same last name as me, Hernandez, was sitting in a border security cell dying. He was throwing up all alone. He was 16, everybody. He was throwing up the whole night all by himself. And he died. This administration and the policies that they have pushed and the policies that you're pushing are killing people. They're killing people that look like me, that sound like me, my brothers and sisters. And I will not stand for it. And that's what I'm doing with this. That's why I, I tell everybody, register to vote. Be the voice for the voiceless. Because to be honest, I cannot vote. I wish I could. I wish I could run for office and run you out. Because you're not doing the right thing and the right thing for every American. And I have one more minute, but I've said what I've said. And to be honest, most people agree with me. And I thank you for doing this debate, but it's a non-issue. Most Americans don't agree with you. Most Americans see right through you and those statistics that you've been claiming, all right? And to be honest, anybody that needs help that's undocumented, come talk to me. There's resources here at COC that will help you. I haven't paid a dime here at the College of Lake County, and I'm looking at a full ride for my two years that I have left, all right? So if you know me or don't know me, it's okay. Come talk to me. B106 is my office. I am all for you, I will fight for you, and don't listen to any of this rhetoric that says that you're a criminal, that you're a rapist, that you won't amount to anything just for a piece of paper. You will do this. Porque si se puede, y si podemos, all right? And if you understand that, good. If you don't, come talk to me, all right? All right, John Dodd. No, 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 you stay up there, man. You stay up there, because I'm cross-examining you. All right. You said uh, Si Se Puede, right? You were quoting Cesar Chavez? No, I was quoting Dolores Huerta. So Dolores let's Huerta. learn about the, also, our history. It was also made famous by Cesar Chavez, correct? Yeah, that was her. She made it, though. So please okay. give her credit for right. what she did. Right. But when Cesar Chavez used it in his September 25th, 1972 uh, interview in KQED, and it's on YouTube, you can actually look it up. He was actually arguing against illegal immigration because he said that it took away the rights of the workers to boycott and strike. And therefore, he actually did very much despise illegal immigration. He actually led a march against it uh, with Walter Mondale, who worked with uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Why is it if it's racist to have illegal immigrants, would a legal Mexican immigrant and a, a Hispanic hero be so against it? Uh, the Chicano movement is something that I've learned about and 
when they did that strike was because they saw that the employers, the farmers, were abusing those immigrant workers. He wasn't racist. Stop playing with me. His but but were, he was against Let me talk real quick. Okay, go let ahead. me talk. Alright, so he wasn't racist because his parents were immigrants and they were work and they saw the, the horrible living conditions that these big farms were causing. They would they're doing the same thing. You see the big corporations? Oh, they're right, we're going out of corporations, but uh, he was... No, American corporations. corporations are using undocumented immigrants, just like Donald J. Trump. But you haven't answered my question. I'm answering it right really? now. How is it racist was the question. That wasn't the question. That is the question. All right, how was it racist? It was not racist, and because he didn't do it, how Trump is doing it. How and is Trump doing it? Trump is using immigrants to for cheap labor. He's saying Right, I oh, think that's wrong. But immigrant Then how send is him to jail if it's wrong. How is Trump using it? illegal immigrants? He is I want to move on to my next question. Can you point to any other country not our own where mass illegal immigration has tremendously benefited the country? Are you serious? Any other country that you can see Canada in our north. Do you have statistics to prove that? You said statistics were lies. Can you prove that my statistics were lies? Look at me when you're talking to me, all right? Okay. All right. I'm trying to talk into the microphone. Can you prove that my statistics were lies? Time is up. It is now time for the affirmative rebuttal of the negative. Mr. Trombeck, please make the case. You can applaud him, by the way, if you want. Yeah. All right, you tell me uh, when uh, when to start. You may start now. All right. He said, uh, I want to address a few things that uh, my friend has said. Uh, one of the things is that he said uh, it is it is racist for any person who is following the immigration program to come here legally. He was saying that if you are against illegal immigration, you are a racist. Nobody said that. That's not what he said. He said it's racist rhetoric. He I said it's racist Turn back the recording. I know we're recording. We're recording it, so you can actually look back on this. Audience, do not interrupt. He is speaking. 15 second extension. A border wall would not work. Border walls are not new. We actually have 669 miles of current border wall today. In San Diego, the crime rate after the 1980s when they erected it has gone down 60% to 2019. That's a statistic. You can look it up in the government statistics in the U.S. Customs and Border Patrol, as well as the police. Not only that, but in the human sector, in the Tucson sector, in many different areas, illegal immigration has gone down by 90%. Saying walls don't work is a lot like saying wheels don't work. Just because it's a former invention doesn't mean that it's out of place. It's, and another thing that I do not understand is why so many people on the border will constantly say that we need a border patrol wall. Borders work. They would help us. And yet, they're completely ignored. When's the last time you saw a border patrol activist or a border patrol person who works there on ICE or on the border on CNN on an interview? I can't remember the last time I saw it. But when they request something, and they live it day in and day out, and they say we need it, I don't understand why it's illogical or laughable to say that they do. Why would they be lying to us about that? It's a lot like saying, it's, it would be like a nurse asking 
It'd be like a doctor asking a nurse for a scalpel in the middle of a surgery and the nurse saying, oh, you don't need a scalpel. Why would you need a scalpel? Scalpels don't work. That's completely medieval. If somebody in a field that works there every single day is telling us they need something and that it would help them, I'm guaranteed to believe that it would help them. Statistics show that it does. Tucson, Yuma, so many different institutions, immigration has gone down by 90%. In Israel, Israel erected a wall. They reduced their illegal immigration percentage by 99%. We had 16,000 people coming in 2017, according to PolitiFact. It dropped down to less than 20. Can you really tell me that Israel's border wall was not affected? Also, why is it racist to believe that Mexicans can follow a legal process? I think it's racist to assume that all Mexicans have to go through illegally. I think it's racist to assume that Mexicans don't have the moral equivalency or the moral IQ to figure out that what they're doing is wrong or breaking the law. Why is it racist for a Mexican immigrant to follow the law? I know many people here who are immigrants and they follow the law. So why is it so racist to say follow the law? It's not, exactly. Uh, uh, no, no audience disruption. No. <laughs> Sorry. The immigration process is broken. No audience interruption. Fifteen seconds. Time. You just interrupted. Come on. Man. I did. I did. I counted that. And you interrupted as well. Why is it that we have so many statistics that say that borders work, and yet we're still denying the borders work? But not only that. It hurts legal immigrants. Legal immigrants are disenfranchised and it makes the process harder for them. I want as many people as possible to come into the country legally. I wouldn't be here without somebody coming in legally. My mother was an immigrant. She followed the process. She did the due diligence. The affirmative will get 30 seconds additional. We get 30 seconds additional because of additional, additional interruptions. Why is it racist to assume that every single immigrant from Mexico has to be illegal? It is racist. Why can't they follow the law? Everybody else does. Everybody is created equal in the United States of America. There's no group that is equal, more equal than others. We are all accountable to the law. Can I say the affirmative time has been expired? <laughs> Negative may now present his rebuttal to the affirmative. Please begin your case, Mr. Hernandez. All right. So you say uh, we can stay. So you can you're saying that we don't follow the law, right? You're saying that, right? According to U.S. Code. All right. Yes or no? So you said yes. All right. Yeah. Well, there is no way for me to become a citizen. I came here legally. I overstayed my tourist visa. That happens most of the day. Most of the immigrants that are here did that. So the wall is not working. And please don't compare the United States to Israel, that occupationist country that is putting Palestinian people in an oppressive state, all right? They're treating them, they're treating them in an open air prison in the Strip of Gaza. So please don't compare the United States to a nation that is not democratic at all. So Israel, that's out. Don't even mention that, all right? Free Palestine. Ah.
All right, so what we're going to be talking about is the legal way to get here. There is, it's so hard to get in here, all right? And Trump is already trying to get rid of chain migration, which is funny how he used it for his um, father-in-law and mother-in-law. So I guess it's just a different standard for um, Caucasian people, all right? Um, oh yeah, I came here, my mom falsified some some papers. Why? Because I couldn't live there. I grew up without a father. They killed him. The narcos, the drug dealers that are killing Americans, they're killing Americans. And they killed my father, alright? So don't bring that issue up to me, alright? He was a cop. And what happened in Mexico? Either you work with the narcos or you don't. And they killed him. That's the issue, alright? So we try to make it legal. I'm trying to get my citizenship. I'm trying to make it right. But there's no way there's no rope for me to hold on to and pull myself up. There's no bootstraps to wrap around my legs and help me. I want to help these United States, but there's nothing that I can do. What I can do is be a student, be an advocate for those that can't, all right? So look at me, I'm trying to do this legally. There's just no way, look at me. I'm trying to make this right, it's just, I can't. Okay? And we have to understand that. We have to go in our government and create a system that works for everybody. I know everybody, I know some people here that are undocumented. I know some people here that came here and got the blessing to become an American citizen. And I want that to be everybody's story because it's a beautiful thing. I'm telling everybody, once I get my citizenship, I'm gonna cry. Why? Because that's how much it means to me. So don't tell me that we don't want to do it legally. It's just that there's no choice, all right? If you're drowning, you don't ask, oh, is this the right boat to get onto? No, you get on the boat and you go, all right? That's just the, that's just the facts, all right? Come on now. And, and I, I don't know, Republicans or Christians, help thy neighbor, our Statue of Liberty, send me your board, send me your hungry. Let's live by that. Look, I have it in my sticker right here, bro. Let's do that. It's time to expire. The affirmative may present his rebuttal to the negative, and this will be the final second of the debate. Affirmative, please go ahead. How much time do I have? At four minutes. So I want to address a few things that my friend has said. My friend said drug dealers uh, killed, they killed your father. Is that correct? Okay, you yeah, have my condolences for that. But I don't understand why it is wrong for us to want to deport criminals who kill people. As you said, it's hurting Americans. It's hurting people like you. It hurts somebody like you. Why is it so hard to deport other people and other things? Wait, I'm not, I'm not done. This is the last Okay, okay, you didn't say anything. You're right. Also, you mentioned Reagan and the amnesty. Yeah, Reagan gave amnesty. Did it solve the problem? Why are we talking about this? If, if Reagan's amnesty was really the buy all end all and we should just do that again, you and I and people like us are just gonna be talking 20 years from now with the same thing. It makes it harder for people like you when we have an open border. I want people like you. I want people who are contributing to the United States. Why are you? Deporting people like me. Why are you deporting? We're not. 66 percent yes, of the ICE deported were criminal felons. Twenty-one percent had federal charges on them. 
I would not say that the majority is people like you, and you're not committing subsequent crime. You're doing really well for yourself. So why can't we find people like you in Mexico? What is so wrong about having a vetting process for the United States? What would it look like if we had no vetting process for our jobs, or people that, or, or functions of society, or government? If we had just absolutely no restrictions, nothing. Open borders is not helping the United States. It's not helping people like you. And you know what? If we had a shut border, maybe we could talk about how to legalize the citizens here. In January of this year, our president wanted to give amnesty to 1.8 million DACA dreamers, and yet they were shut down. They were shut down. That's, a hoax. So, that's not a hoax. You can look it up. It's on a, a CNN reported it. You're interrupting me, sir. Interruptions. You're interrupting me. My friend brought up that we have a problem, and he also brought up the Statue of Liberty. I myself am a Christian. I believe in charity. I believe in the Statue of Liberty. But at the same time, if we have people who come here, if I invite a homeless person into my home, and he decides to attack my younger brother, he's no longer welcome in my home. If we have an illegal immigrant who commits a murder, he's no longer welcome in this country. If we have immigrants who are drug trafficking, as they are, enough to kill 57 million people in one single drug bust, they are not welcome in the United States. If you want to protect the United States, the United States is an idea. The United States is one of the greatest countries on earth, and we need to protect that idea from those who would cause it harm. Drug dealers, sex traffickers, and others. We talk about the sex trafficking epidemic. Only 1% of it is reported, and Jaco Boyens and other people who have consistently been spoken out against it have said not only would border patrol help and border security and a border barrier help, it's vital. We have little kids. Every single kid who crosses the border over the age of nine has to have a pregnancy test if they are a girl. You tell me how that's not a humanitarian crisis. You tell me how a border wouldn't help. Also, what's separating kids from the family? It's a talking point. Because if it wasn't, why are they separated from their families? They're separated from their families because a parent or an adult took them over and now they've overstayed. If we had a border to prevent that, would more people be separated from their families? No. So we'd actually, if we had a border, we'd actually have less kids separated from their families, which is heartbreaking to watch, but people don't prefer that because they'd rather have a border open and more people separated from their families. Again, we don't want open borders. We don't want open borders. Do I have to write it down in the sky for you to understand that? That's I'd like, that I'd like a 15 second extension just to answer this question, just because I, I, was I Why should you? I you're, you're, you're asking me a question. I'm, I'm allowing go, go, you to go. Okay, abolishing ICE, abolishing U.S. Customs and Border Patrol is open borders. Not detaining children or not detaining adults is open borders. It's a catch and release policy. That is open borders. You can't argue anything else. Even Tulsi Gabbard in a recent Democratic debate, and actually on the Rubin Report, said that that is open borders. How can you not call that open borders? All right, I don't like Tulsi Gabbard. So please don't associate my policies with hers. And I can talk still. Um, I'm not bored. You cannot talk still. I have organized this debate. The debate is well, over. Well, I can talk right here because it's our campus, all right? That mic is not mine, so I'm going to use it. But it's phone. my platform it's that I gave you. Okay, time is up, all right? Everybody, it's rude. Oh, well, what's rude? I have to go class, so You have to go. It's locking up kids. Corn Pop was a bad dude. <laughs>
The conservative connection with corn and crow. Come on, man. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.